Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. God has good things planned for you today. Welcome to day eight of our 10-day devotional on victory. Have you downloaded the written person yet? If you haven't, you can go to Amazon today and download it. Victory, a 10-day devotional by Carrick Butler II. You can download it on Amazon. It corresponds to this video today. So make sure you watch the video and read this devotional. We've been taking during this time about, we've been talking about during this time, how God wants us to experience victory because he loves us. You know, God wants you to experience victory even more than you want to experience victory. I know you want to win, but God wants you to win even more than you want to win. Well, before we go forward in the word, let's take some time to pray. Father, I thank you for loving us, for taking care of us, for being so merciful and kind. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for speaking to us through your word. So as we gather together right now to look at your word, grant us insight and understanding. Help us apply what we'll read today so we don't just be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word like we see in James so we can be blessed in our doing. And Father, we pray according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 for all those in authority, the president, the vice president, the cabinet, the administration, the Congress, the Supreme Court, the governors, the mayors, every elected and appointed official in this nation, and all the nations that are watching and represented. We lift them up to you, Father. And according to your word, we pray that you grant them wisdom and understanding. You said the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and you turn where it should go. So we pray that you turn it towards righteousness. We pray that our leaders don't get so caught up in the left or the right and political parties, but they do what's best for the nation. Above all things, put you first. Surround them with godly counsel, men and women full of faith in the Holy Ghost, who are advising them, thus say the Lord, send labors across the path to minister the word to them, so minister the word to them in the way they can receive it. We pray that they yield to the plan and the will of God for their nation. We pray, Father, for an outpouring of your spirit upon our lives, upon our churches, upon our nations. We pray for a great awakening and great revival to break forth. We thank you for the plans you have for us today, and we thank you that you always give us the victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go with me to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. You know, as you'll see in the written portion of this devotional, today we're talking about faith talks. Faith talks. You know, when we looked at David yesterday, and you read 1 Samuel 17, you understand that David, when he was facing Goliath and taking on Goliath, he was talking. Because faith talks. There's no such thing as quiet faith. Faith has a voice. You must put words to your faith. You know, I heard a man of God say once, and I love this quote, never run at your giant with your mouth closed. Never run at your giant with your mouth closed. Whatever you're facing today, whatever giant, whatever circumstance, whatever situation, you need to open your mouth and say what the word of God says. You know, we see how important words are throughout the Bible, especially in the book of Proverbs. But I want you to look at Joshua chapter one with me. Verse seven says, only be thou strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law, which my, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Turn now from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe or guard to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you, have, you shall have good success. Have not I commanded you, be strong and be of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so we know this is God's instruction to Joshua as he begins to enter the promised land and take the land that God has promised them. And so 
As he's going forward, God says every single day, day and night, you need to be in my word. Don't let it depart out of your mouth, which means you need to keep talking my word. Why? It was in the word, in this book of the law. For Joshua, all he had access to was Genesis through Deuteronomy. In there contained the promise of God. And there were multiple repetitions of God telling Joshua not just how to live and what to do and what not to do, but what belonged to him, what land belonged to him, what was promised to the people of God. You see the promises of God and the promises of the blessing and the wisdom of God all throughout those five books that Joshua needed in order to take on the giants that were in the promised land and to take the land that God said was theirs. And so God told him to meditate on a day and night. The word meditate means to think on. It means to imagine. It also means to mutter and it means to roar. So once again, you see the power of putting the word of God in your mouth. You need to think about it every day. You need to say it every day and roar. When do we roar? At the enemy, at the giant, at whatever standing away. We have to roar the word of God. If we want to have victory, We need to make sure we're speaking victory. You can't expect to experience victory if you're always talking about how bad things are and how you're a loser and how you're defeated and you're just going somewhere, you know, you're just an accident going somewhere to happen and you're just saying all these things all the time. You're not going to experience victory. If you want victory, you have to change your mouth. Well, pastor, you said victory is a gift. It is. You say, well, God gives it to me because he loves me. He does. But I'll say you receive it by faith. Think about how you receive things by faith. When you were saved, You were saved by grace through faith. And how did that process go? You believed in your heart and you said with your mouth. You see this process throughout many times in the word of God. You had to believe in your heart and say with your mouth. You know, we're in day eight. We've been talking about victory a lot through the written devotional as well as these videos. So now that faith is in your heart for victory. So how do you know faith is in my heart? Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing about the word of God. So you have faith in your heart. For victory, but what you need to do is open your mouth and start talking victory. You need to read the scriptures aloud every single day and then start speaking victory. Go with me in Mark chapter 11. Your words matter. You know, as we talk about the written devotion today, what Proverbs says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Your words matter. Your words help shape your life. Mark chapter 11. So I encourage you, speak victory. Stop speaking defeat. Yes, you may have a challenge. I'm not saying ignore the challenge. Oh, no, if I don't have a challenge. No, I'm not telling you to do that. Let's say you have a challenge in this area. You acknowledge, yep, it is a challenge. Yep, that is a problem. But you know what? I win. You know what? This is going to turn for my good. You know what? I'm going to experience a victory. Yeah, it looks bad. But you know what? It's not going to end this way. It's going to turn for my good. Speak faith. Speak hope. Speak victory. You know, Mark chapter 11 is a familiar passage to a number of us. One of the things we see in Mark chapter 11, verse 11, and Jesus entered to the Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he looked around about upon all things, and now the eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry and seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came in. They came happily, if you might find anything thereon. And when there, he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. Nine words. And his disciples heard it. And then he went into Jerusalem. We know the story. Jesus cleared out the temple. And then he left Jerusalem. And then the next day, 
Verse 20. As they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remember, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which you curse is withered away. I want you to notice the timeline here. Jesus walked by this fig tree going to the temple on the first day. Walked by when he left the temple. Then the next day, when he walked by, he saw it, he spoke to it. And then he kept walking. Now, you know, the disciples are like, why is Jesus speaking to the tree? Especially he's already past this tree. Now, randomly, he wakes up, wants to speak to it. He goes, he clears out the temple, preaches a message, heals the sick, delivers people. Then he comes back to where he was staying. Then the next day, when they're going to the temple again, Peter saw the fig tree rather dried up from the roots. So what happened? The words of Jesus went to the root of the tree and dealt with the entirety of the tree in 24 hours. Now notice, it didn't happen immediately. It took 24 hours for those words that Jesus spoke to change the condition of that tree. And it says, Peter calling to remembrance, said unto the master, behold, the fig tree which you curse is withered away. And Jesus answered and said to him, have faith in God. This lets me know my words are directly correlated to my faith in God. Why? Because we saw Jesus speak nine words to this fig tree. And Peter's now amazed. Like, whoa, Jesus, what you said came to pass. And what does you say, Peter? Have faith in God. My words should show my faith in God. Your words should show your faith in God. Your mouth is a thermometer letting you know what's going on in here. Your mouth reveals where your faith is. Your mouth believes where your belief is. So what you need to do is keep putting the word in and guard the words that come out your mouth. You might even be in the middle of a sentence saying something you shouldn't say. You just stop. You say, oh, people think I'm crazy. They already do. Stop giving in to what people think about you. Change your words so you can change your life. Jesus said, have faith in God. The words of your mouth should reflect the faith that's in your heart. Notice what Jesus said in verse 23. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. We see multiple times here, say, compared to believe once. So maybe the issue is not faith in your heart, or believing in your heart. It's the words of your mouth. Could it be possible victory in your life has been limited, not because of the faith that's in your heart, but because you haven't controlled the words of your mouth? Now, two things I want you to see before we close. You see Joshua reading the word aloud every day, speaking the word every single day. And there should be faith confessions based on verses and scriptures you read that you should say every single day. You're reading them aloud because as you do it, you're framing your life. Faith is coming to your heart. Your life is changing and transforming. It's shaping your life. Like Joshua, you should read it every single day. Read it aloud. Speak the word every single day. Read healing scriptures, scriptures on wisdom and provision and deliverance and protection every single day. You should do that. It's important to do so. But a second thing you should do, look at the example of Jesus. You know, Jesus said, I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see my father do. So the reason Jesus spoke to the fig tree is because he was led by God to do so. Because remember, he had passed by it twice. And by the third time, at least the three times we know about, the third time, he spoke to it. Why? Those words came from the father. Those nine words came from the father. And then Jesus tells him, if you speak to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, Nine words again, 
you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe what you say should come to pass, you're going to have what you say. Where are those words coming from? Those nine words, those words that cause a fig tree to wither, those words that remove a mountain. Even in this example, it's talking about sometimes even bit by bit removing a mountain. How do those words remove a mountain? How do those words take down a tree? Those words came from the Father. And if you take time to get in this word and go for the promises of God and read them like God told Joshua, like we just talked about earlier on in the devotion, or read them again and again, you spend some time in prayer, you spend some time with God, there'll be some things that rise up in your heart that'll be based on the word of God for you to say to your situation. It won't be several paragraphs. More than likely, it'll be short, just like these nine words. What do you do? You say those words out of your mouth and you don't back down from them. Because what is it? God is giving the word to your heart. And as he gives that word to your heart, you speak that word. One of the things we see in Psalm 103 is that angels hearken to the voice of God's word. And so when you put the word of God in your mouth and you speak what God tells you to speak, angels will carry out that assignment. So today, get in the word, read over those scriptures, spend some time in prayer. And as you do today, over the next few days, and as you finish the devotional, you'll see some things rise in your heart that you want to say out your mouth. Say those things, believe that they're coming to pass, thank God for the victory, and make sure you watch the words of your mouth. Victory is a gift that God gives you because he loves you, but you must fight the good fight of faith. And part of fighting the good fight of faith is speaking words of faith. Stop letting fear and doubt and unbelief come out your mouth. Speak the word only. I love you so much. If you haven't downloaded the Victory 10-Day Devotional, go to Amazon and do so today. Share this broadcast with others to encourage them. Remember, something good is going to happen to you today. Expect miracles. God bless.